America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you, my friends, are listening to The Royal Treatment. We are here every week to answer your health questions. And why do we do that? Well, because we care. We know that there are a lot of people out there who have questions they cannot get answered by their doctors or the internet, actually, that can be quite confusing. In fact, there are some products, services, therapies, for which you can get virtually no information on the internet. But we talk about those things here on this program every week with the Royal Treatment. If you have a question for the doctor, please feel free to email me at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. I answer all the emails, and if we use your question on the air, we will send you a free bottle of RBC Blend. What is RBC Blend? It's something we use to increase circulating stem cells, pluripotent stem cells in your blood. In fact, I gave a lecture this past weekend at a medical conference in Reno to the Integrative Health Association where we talked about increasing stem cells in your peripheral blood so that we can access them for an autologous treatment using pluripotent stem cells. But the product that we used to increase those circling stem cells is none other than RBC blend and we're going to be talking about that product today on this show and the studies that have been done using that product in both animals and humans I think you'll find it very interesting first we would like to thank our sponsors the turtle healing band clinic which is where I work in Las Vegas if you would like to reach us here at my facility the number is 702 702- Five six two one four five four. That's seven zero two five sixty two fourteen fifty four. And again, my email is d royal r o y a l at royal medical clinic all one word dot com. We'd also like to thank the First Nation Medical Board. First Nation Medical Board is an economic development enterprise with the Crow Nation in Montana. What does the First Nation Medical Board do? Well. It provides licensing for alternative practitioners across the 50 United States. We have many states where such practitioners cannot be licensed, such as in my state, naturopaths who are trained, educated, and get their doctorate degree have no licensing board in the state of Nevada. And there are other states similar to ours where such practitioners are not licensed, but they should be. They should be allowed to practice in all 50 states. And the same goes for physicians who are practicing alternative medicine. I know physicians who have been trained, such as homeopaths and acupuncturists and even naturopaths. They have dual educations, and many of them have sought education outside of medical school. Unlike conventional doctors, doctors who are practicing alternative medicine had to educate themselves in natural products and therapies outside of medical school because there's nothing taught there about that, and they deserve protection for the things they are doing from their medical board. So the other thing that First Nation Medical Board does is provide dual licensure so that they have jurisdiction over the practice of these medical alternatives. 
While the state medical boards may have jurisdiction over conventional medical practices, including prescription of controlled substances or drugs, prescriptions, and so forth, First Nation Medical Board exercises jurisdiction over natural alternatives. We call this indigenous medicine, which includes all things complementary, integrated, and holistic, and so forth. And the reason we're doing this, or that they are doing it, is for the preservation, promotion, and protection of medical alternatives. One of the things we should probably talk about on this program in more detail is the Flexi Report that was issued in 1910. 1910. The war between conventional alternative medicine has been going on for some time, but certainly the gauntlet was laid down then. What was the purpose of that report? Well, the purpose was to eliminate 32 medical schools in the United States. What were those medical schools? Well, 15 of them were homeopathic, 8 were osteopathic, 8 were eclectic, probably naturopathic, and the other one was physio-medical, could have been physical therapy. Now, the Flexion Report encouraged state medical boards to be a gatekeeper. That means if you went to a what they called a bad medical school that taught something other than drugs, they also referred to such schools as weak, inadequate, and so forth. The medical uh, board for the state could deny them licensure. And that's how they could seek to take control of and dominate the practice of medicine in this country. It wasn't a matter of having different boards for different types of education. It was a matter of having one board in charge of medicine so that people had access to nothing else but that one type of practice, which today we know as sick care or disease management. The term healthcare is actually an oxymoron because there's nothing your doctor can do to make you healthy. In fact, the report used the state of New York as a bad example of a board because it was composed of homeopaths, osteopaths, eclectics. It was not dominated by conventional medical practitioners or MDs. We're going to be reviewing our obituary list here very shortly. Those who have died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. But before we do so, we're going to take a short break. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We'll be right back, so please stay with us. Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or insulin-potentiated therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. Destination Midtown. Experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown matters. Get down to Midtown. Clean Image Mobile Detailing. Rick details your car, truck, RV, horse trailer, and airplane. Clean Image will go to your home or business. No more waiting in line. Clean Image Mobile Detailing. 775-233-5207. 233-5207. Call Rick. Midtown Reno. Experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown matters. Hi, this is Ken Roberts, the host of Ken's Bulls and Bears Report. If you own real estate, paper, and other assets, congratulations. Now, you need protection. We live in a litigious society. Those with assets are sued all the time. Are you next? Protect your assets with solid asset protection strategies. Contact my friend Garrett Sutton and the Sutton Law Center. Garrett and his team provide affordable asset protection services with strong LLC and corporate formations in all 50 states. Better yet, they help maintain your entity on an ongoing basis so you're protected into the future. 
Garrett has written the bestseller Start Your Own Corporation and Loopholes of Real Estate, among others, in the Rich Dad Advisor series. He knows asset protection. Visit his website at sutlaw.com. That's S-U-T-Law.com or call 800-700-1430. Sutton Law Center can help you protect your hard-earned assets. Call 800-700-1430 today or visit sutlaw.com. Protect your assets now at sutlaw.com. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus Broadcast Station, the power of radio since 1967. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. We are back as promised for the second quarter of the royal treatment. The good news for those of you who are listening is that our shows are podcast, and these podcasts are archived. You can find them at archive.org, but they are also now being uploaded to iTunes. They're a free download from iTunes, and you can also find the descriptions there or in archive.org, or on any of my websites, royalmedicalclinic.com, turtlehealingbandclinic.com, and 702-444-LUCK, L-U-C-K.com, 702-444-LUCK.com. The reason we use that number is because, well, it is a free call, of course, that comes to us. But there is a video we created about stem cells in your blood, and it uses that number for people to call. All right. Well, before the break, as promised, I said we were going to talk about people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. If you recall, earlier this year, the oldest woman in the world passed away. How old was she? Well, if you said... 129 years of age, you, my friends, are correct. Now, typically, the oldest men live in Japan. I believe the oldest man who last passed away was 117 years old. But this older uh, woman, this older woman, did not live in Japan. Where did she live? She lived, I will give you a clue, she lived near Russia. In fact, she lived in a state right next to Russia called Chechnya. And the woman before her, who is the oldest woman in the world, also lived in Chechnya near Russia. I have a couple of patients from Latvia, Russian satellite, and Romania, Eastern Bloc country. And I asked them, why would this woman live so long? What is she doing that is so special? And some of the things they mentioned are she most likely ate her food from her own garden. In other words, she was in control of the food that she grew, and it came directly from the soil. It was not exposed to herbicides, pesticides, fungicides, etc. Her water was most likely pure and uncontaminated. Well water, perhaps, unchlorinated, unfluoridated. They also eat fermented foods. What are some fermented foods? Well, you have cabbage. You have, uh, such as red cabbage, you also have sauerkraut. You also have fermented drinks, such as kvass, such as kombucha, and so forth. These things are good for the digestion. They also help to increase your alkalinity. How do they do that? They increase the negative charge of your blood, which prevents the blood from sticking together, allows it to flow more smoothly. And, of course, this can also be done not just with these types of foods, but with citric acids, such as lemons and limes. Very easy to put into your drink and make a part of your regular meal. I had a patient in my office today 
taking baby aspirin. I'm not a big fan of that. And I know doctors feel real proud of themselves and they tell their patients to take a baby aspirin every day. But as with all drugs, and yes, aspirin is a drug, there are downsides. We call them side effects. What is a side effect of taking aspirin on a regular basis? Well, you get ringing of the ears. It's called tinnitus. Do you want that? If you don't want that, which may be permanent damage to your hearing nerve, your eighth nerve, then find an alternative. Use something natural. Use lemons and limes. You can add them into a larger drink and drink that throughout the day. You could put them in ice cubes and add them to your drink. Whatever works for you. But please understand that there are natural alternatives to keep your blood less viscous, meaning less thick, and flowing more easily without taking something such as aspirin. What's interesting to note is that he's taking aspirin, and guess what? His platelets are still elevated. That's the only thing that aspirin really does, is it helps to prevent platelets from sticking together. Yes, it has some anti-inflammatory properties, but those properties can be overused, and when you try too hard to reduce a fever, you can kill the patient, so be very careful in using aspirin. Especially do not use it if you have the flu. The other thing that showed up in the patient's blood work was that he has an elevated inflammatory marker. His C-reactive protein is elevated, and it is not because of elevated glucose. It appears he may have some type of infection, but there is an inflammatory process, and there are elevated platelets, a thickening of the blood, which is daily aspirin is not helping with anyway. All right, well, let's talk about some people who died too young from disease they shouldn't have had. Just this last week, we're going to look at those locally and internationally. Why do we do this? Well, as you may know, the average life expectancy in the United States is decreasing. It has decreased for the last three years. I'm talking about 2015, 16, 17. And the report is still coming in for 2018, and when it does, and we've decreased for the fourth year in a row in this country, and our life expectancy is down to 78 years of age, on the average, for men and women, because it's a little over 81 for a woman and a little over 76 for a man currently. But when it declines for four years in a row, guess what? We've set a new record in the United States that has never happened in the history of this country that means the progress is going backwards, not forward, at least in this country. All right, well, first we have an 18-year-old woman who was pursuing a degree in design. She died from complications associated with type 1 diabetes. That means she was insulin dependent, 18 years of age. 36-year-old man who fought serious health issues all his life, all 36 years of his life, passed away suddenly in his home, which usually means from a heart attack. That's also known as sudden death syndrome. 44-year-old woman, a less than truckload freight driver and a Buddhist passed away. 52-year-old woman who worked for AAA Insurance as a claims adjuster passed away from cancer. 60-year-old woman, a teamster and real estate agent became ill and died. 62-year-old man, a construction executive and father of four children passed away from heart disease. What are the number one and two killers in this country and throughout the world? I'm sure you know the answer. We've already mentioned them already in these obituaries. Number one, heart disease. Number two, cancer. They're almost virtually the same in about 600,000 people per year in the United States. But keep in mind, that doesn't take into account some of the other causes of death, such as abortion, which we abort 1.26 million on the average unborn American children every year. That's twice the number one and number two cause of death in this country. They are reported. Every state has to report, but they're not usually factored in. We talk about causes of death for the living, those who happen to have been born. We have a 62-year-old man, a Vietnam veteran, gardener, and grill master with two stepsons. He died peacefully at his home. We have a 66-year-old man, a father to a son and daughter, who found peace and died. 67-year-old man, a casino executive at Caesar Palace, passed away. 67-year-old woman, 
who enjoyed a successful career in both the travel and real estate industries, passed away. A 68-year-old woman, a member of the Culinary Union and cocktail waitress, passed away. 68-year-old man, a plant manager and a lifelong non-smoker, died after a six-year fight with lung cancer. How might he have gotten lung cancer without smoking? Well, could have happened from secondhand smoke. It could have happened from exposure to radon. Where do we get radon? Radon is an outgassing of uranium that comes from the soil, and we're particularly vulnerable to that in certain areas of the country, such as the southwest. If you have a basement, it needs to be ventilated because excess exposure to radon causes lung cancer. Great trivia question. 73-year-old woman who had two daughters and four grandchildren passed away. We have a 76-year-old man who served in the U.S. Army and worked at the Nevada test site. He passed away. Well, now let's look at some celebrity notables who passed away too soon from diseases they shouldn't have had. And remember, we're talking about people around the world who died within the last week. So this is all recent current event information. First, we have Latte van der Zee. A Dutch model, former Miss Teen Universe, she died at 20 years of age from complications of a sudden heart attack. 20 years of age, former Miss Teen Universe, dead. Kelly Caitlin, American cyclist and 2016 Olympic silver medalist, 2016, 17, and 18 world champion, died at 23 years of age from suicide. Remember, if you're depressed and you're taking antidepressants, it has a side effect that can cause you to be suicidal. All drugs have side effects. That's why they go through their so-called approval process. And when you take them, you do so at your own risk. But they can definitely make things worse, not better. We have Nothando Dubé, Swazé Royal, who died at 31 years of age from skin cancer. What kind of skin cancer might kill you? Well, it's probably not basal cell carcinoma and not likely be squamous cell carcinoma. The one that kills is melanoma. We have Shoko Lei, Filipino actor and comedian. He died at 46 years of age from a heart attack. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment, and we're reviewing obituaries of people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. We're going to continue doing that right after the break. Stay with us. Can your own stem cells heal you? The miracle of life begins when an egg and a sperm unite. They form a single stem cell. Stem cells will keep dividing until directed by the body to become something else. Natural occurring stem cells can be found in all tissues of your body. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Dr. Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Are you a cancer patient in remission who needs rejuvenation for optimal health and wellness? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. Business owners and entrepreneurs know that good information is priceless. Just one great idea can make all the difference. Hi, this is Joe Morabito, host of CEO Business Mind. Each week in one fast-paced hour, we share lots of proven tips and ideas to help you be more successful in business. Don't miss a minute of CEO Business Mind with me, Joe Morabito, right here on 1180 AM KCKQ. Hi, I'm Noreen Leary, CEO of the Veterans Guest House. Guest House is a home away from home for our veterans and their families who travel to Reno for medical care. Our house is more than just a warm bed. It's a place of camaraderie where veterans can find support and long-lasting friends. We serve veterans, men and women, young and old, Navy, Army, Marines, Coast Guard, and Air Force. Wherever they hail from and whatever their circumstance, the Veterans Guest House is ready to support them. The reason we feel so strongly about our mission 
is that we know that many veterans would forgo their medical treatments because they simply can't afford the accommodations. The Guest House is one of a kind in the country, funded entirely through private donations. Want to know how you can help? There are many ways you can be involved, from volunteering, providing dinners, or supplying items from our wish list. Find out more about The Guest House at www.veteransguesthouse.org. Serving veterans today, tomorrow, and for years to come. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. To find out what's hot and happening, join Lady J for Smooth Jazz Tune-Up. Join me Saturdays, 10 to noon, here on America Matters. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. We're back. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you, my friends, are listening to The Royal Treatment. What are we doing? Well, during this third quarter of the show, we are continuing on with our obituary review of, in this case, celebrity notables who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had this last week around the world. Continuing on with our discussion, we have Eddie Taylor Jr., American blues singer and guitarist. He died at 46 years of age from heart failure. Heart failure. That usually means your heart is not pumping strong enough. In fact, I got an email from a patient this morning. She's a young woman, 35. She just had her second heart attack, which I believe is due to a subclinical magnesium deficiency, which we should be able to diagnose through a nutritional test with SpectraCell that looks at the cellular concentration of your vitamins, minerals, amino acids, antioxidants. But when she was in the hospital, we were able to provide her physician or attending cardiologist with information that said, you can have a subclinical magnesium deficiency. It will not be picked up by standard blood work in your local lab or hospital, and you should treat it. It's totally safe, very easy to do. And guess what? Miraculously, cardiologist listened and treated her. <clears throat> that never happens. Why does that never happen? Well, because if he treats a patient in the hospital and the blood work says that her magnesium is fine, when in fact we know it's not, insurance may not pay for it. Insurance dictates and controls much of how medicine is practiced today by the diagnosis and whether or not it's supported by conventional model laboratory work and so forth. But there are many, very many specialty labs out there that give us more detailed information about patients we cannot get from our hospitals, from our local laboratories. We need to be aware of that. We have Rosto, Dutch artist and filmmaker. He died at 50 years of age, 5-0, from lung cancer. Sarah Romweber, American rock drummer, died at 55 years of age from a brain tumor. Russell Gary, American football player with the New Orleans Saints and Philadelphia Eagles. He died at 59 years of age from a heart attack. Ersten Kuchik, Cypriot, politician, prime minister of northern Cyprus, died at 79 years of age from heart failure. We also have Wally Yamaguchi, Japanese professional wrestling manager. He died at 60 years of age from a stroke. We have Magenta Divine, British television presenter, died at 61 years of age after a short illness. Sundar Lal Tawari, Indian politician in legislative assembly in central India, died at 61 years of age from a heart attack. Mesra Mutafayan, Turkish religious leader and Armenian patriarch of Constantinople, died at 62 years of age from dementia. Dementia at 62 years of age. Raven Gramasi, American Wiccan priest and writer, died at 67 years of age from pancreatic cancer. 
Guillaume Fay, French journalist and writer, died at 69 years of age from lung cancer. We have Joseph Boardman, American Railroad Executive, President of, and CEO of Amtrak, died at 70 years of age from stroke complications. Alberto Bucci, considered one of the greatest Italian basketball coaches of all time, died at 70 years of age from bowel cancer. Danielle Rudisha, Kenyan sprinter and 1968 Olympic silver medalist, died at 73 years of age from a heart attack. John Smith, Australian anthropologist and leader of God Squad Christian Motorcycle Club, died at 77 years of age from cancer. Carlos Rolan, Argentine singer and band leader, died at 78 years of age from kidney failure. James DePagny, American jazz musicologist and pianist, died at 78 years of age after a long battle with cancer. Patrick Lane, Canadian poet, died at 79 years of age from a heart attack. And finally, Robert DiProspero, American Secret Service agent, died at 80 years of age from amyloidosis. What is amyloidosis? Well, it's the production of an abnormal protein in your bone marrow that gets deposited in your tissues and causes problems such as organ failure. That's an autoimmune type disorder where the body is obviously not functioning according to plan. So that's our review of the obituaries, far and near, local and international. Check the obituaries in your area and see how they compare. Let's make sure that you're not one of those statistics because one of our purposes in having this show and having you spend your time with us is to help empower you with information you can use to make better informed healthcare decisions because we want you to live a long time and we want you to live a long time being healthy, enjoying the time that you have to be on this planet for as long as you're blessed to be here. And by learning how to take control of your life to make better informed healthcare decisions, you're now empowered and you are, believe it or not, smarter than your doctor. How are you smarter than your doctor? Well, because remember, your doctor cannot help you be healthy. I have a patient who is there here this week and he's here for a treatment to have stem cells his own adult stem cells used autologously for the treatment of his multiple sclerosis, MS. Now, he's been around the world, and he's had some other treatments. He was first diagnosed back in 1988, but he's also had some conventional treatments. And one of the conversations we had is when you have those treatments, it's all very interesting. We're going to give you a drug to control your symptoms, but nowhere is there ever any expectation that they are going to cure the patient because cure is bad for business. It is better for business to treat the patient and to prolong his suffering, if you will, by managing his symptoms. But to cure the patient, that is a forbidden word in medicine. And why? Well, because you lose the the financial gain you might have when you cure a patient. But that's not what we're about in alternative medicine. We're here to help our patients. On the other hand, I had a patient here this morning who we had been treating who had immune deficiency. What's an immune deficiency? Well, you're not making enough white blood cells. That means enough of a particular type of white blood cell called lymphocytes. Lymphocytes are particularly useful in fighting viruses. And you can figure out what your total lymphocyte count is by looking at the white blood cell count on your CBC, your complete blood count, a very common, if not the most common, blood test. You look at the white blood cell concentration, you multiply it by the percentage of lymphocytes, and it will give you a number. That number should be greater than 1,200. The number for my patient was much lower than that. But it has been improving, and today we've got his blood work back, and he is now immune sufficient, meaning that his total lymphocyte count is over 1,200, and his macrophages have increased by 25%. Why is that important? Well, we know that he has a chronic active viral condition, 
such as Epstein-Barr in this case, and it has affected him neurologically. In fact, last summer, he was diagnosed with normal pressure hydrocephalus. That means that your brain and or your spinal canal is making too much cerebral spinal fluid. What is medicine's answer to this problem? We're going to put a shunt in your brain, and we're going to put that shunt into your chest cavity to drain the excess fluid. That's a surgical procedure, and it comes with risk, and my patient was not interested. But through the treatments we did for him this past summer by focusing on lowering his nagalase, lowering his uh, AMAS, which is a cancer antibody test, and nagalase is an enzyme produced by viruses and cancer, and in trying to recognize and eliminate the Epstein-Barr virus, he was stabilized and able to travel internationally, where he also lives in Australia. And now he's back, and we're treating him again. He's doing much better. In fact, he told me yesterday that the treatments he's having with his neurologist is vestibular nystomography, which evaluates a patient's ability to balance, is improving with every treatment, with the things that we're doing. And the blood work that they got back this morning, as I mentioned, is showing improvement. It's also showing that his Epstein-Barr virus titer is going down. Our our goal, of course, is to put that into complete remission. I have seen that happen with patients. It is possible, but it takes time, and a combination of therapies is always the best approach. What are we doing for him? Well, in his case, we are using a combination of a pulsing electromagnetic field along with a photon sound beam. The photon sound beam produces a plasma field that puts photons into the body energy in the form of light along with ozone, believe it or not, and creates an electrical circuit that in conjunction with the pulsing electromagnetic field helps to increase the millivolt concentration of the patient cells. That millivolt concentration should be what? It should be greater than 70 millivolts per cell. Now, when it drops down to around 60, you're going to start having pathologic diseases. If it gets down to around 20, you're going to have cancer. So the treatment for these conditions is to increase cellular millivolt concentration, the electricity of your body. Your body functions on electricity, believe it or not, and this can be improved by the pulsing electromagnetic field. It can be improved by the photon sound beam, and it can be improved by a combination of those two, which we're using in his case. In fact, he's now the second patient that we have seen for which we have been able to document that his macrophage concentration has been increased. Why are they important? Well, those are the white blood cells that recognize and eliminate viruses and cancer. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, listening to the Royal Treatment. As promised, we're going to be talking about RBC Blend when we come back from the break. Stay right with us. Targeting cancer cells with DMSO reduces the need for full-dose chemotherapy by up to 90% because DMSO targets cancer cells, not healthy cells. Research demonstrates that DMSO, also known as dimethyl sulfoxide, has an affinity for cancer cells, which also allows DMSO to enter them even when DMSO is carrying chemo drugs. Could low-dose chemo with DMSO be the answer you've been searching for? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702 562-1454. When low-dose chemo is combined with DMSO or insulin, it's called potentiation therapy. This is because the cancer-killing power they create together is much greater than when they're administered separately. Are you a cancer patient who wants more than disease management? Could low-dose chemo help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for low-dose chemo. That's 702-562-1454. Virginia City is the source of all the richness in the West. While today it brings us a summer of fun with camel races, cook-offs, street vibrations, outhouse races, parades, and many more events, it's never dull on the Comstock. A taste of all this richness can be found at Virginia City Kettle Corn Depot. Our kettle corn is made fresh every day with no additives, just coconut oil, sea salt, and some pure cane sugar. We also offer fresh caramel corn and white cheddar, to which we can add jalapeno. This summer, we are adding freshly made cotton candy and for hot summer days, Hawaiian shave ice, which on special occasions will offer some adult flavors like margarita, daiquiri, and pina colada. You can find Kettle Corn Depot at the south end of C Street. 
across from the sheriff's office. Our long-standing customers have faithfully been returning to Kettle Corn Depot since 2012. Come get your groove on in Virginia City. One in three adults in America have pre-diabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move's called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living Ben has my mind. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. (laughs) Betty can't say that in reverse. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus broadcast station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. We are back to the show. You are listening to The Royal Treatment, and I am Dr. Dan Royal. I am here in Las Vegas at the Turtle Healing Band Clinic. And we're affiliated with and work with the Crow Nation primarily through our First Nation Medical Board. If you would like to reach us, you can call us at 702-562-1454. If you would like to email me, my email is droyal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D, as in Daniel, royal, at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. As mentioned at the beginning of the show, I do answer my emails. But if we use your question on the air, we will send you a free bottle of RBC Blend. Now, that's a value of about $100. I've said less before, but it depends on what the retail price is. It depends on where you live if you add in the shipping. Typically, it retails for about $80. It could be more. It could be less. And then you have to add in the shipping. Why is this an important product? Well, RBC Blend has actually been studied. Unlike many products out there, it's been studied in humans and animals. And we have found that it works very well for a specific purpose. What is that purpose? We use it for increasing circulating pluripotent stem cells in your blood. Now, many of you know that you can obtain stem cells from other sources. You can obtain them from your bone marrow. You can obtain them from your adipose tissue, although those are not true stem cells. Actually, they're mesenchymal cells and can only be used for orthopedic and cardiovascular conditions. There are some pluripotent stem cells there, but they're very small, and it's not something the lab is measuring because, in fact, they are very small. And this is something I talk about when I lecture on this subject. When we obtain these cells, it does require a natural separation. We usually give it a couple of days to do so. But if you were to try to obtain the same amount of cells, which is about 2 billion that we can obtain by using bone marrow or fat, it would take you 44 to 50 days growing it in culture with a doubling time for adipose tissue and bone marrow respectively. So this is a very interesting product, and it has some health benefits, even if you're not going to be using it in preparation for a stem cell treatment. In fact, one of the best uses I found for it, or most common in my own practice, is for patients who have an elevated creatinine level. This means that their kidney is not properly filtering the proteins, at least in sufficient quantity such that excess protein is now spilling into the urine. If this process continues to worsen, guess what happens? That's right, you end up on dialysis. So we don't want your creatinine level to go too high or be out of control, but we have found that by using this product, RBC Blend, 
that it will lower and normalize this kidney function like magic. I've never found anything in my career that works like this. As far as I know, there is nothing specifically for improving kidney function with an elevated creatinine level. Where can you find this product? Well, you can go to firstnationmedicalboard.com. There in the store, we have certain items available for sale to the public, and one of them is RBC Blend. In fact, I'm creating a handout as of today. We're going to talk a little bit about it right now, but I'm going to create a handout that you can purchase there as well because the studies we're going to talk about are not widely available. They were done for proprietary purposes for the company that produces the product and sells it around the world primarily to horses. They use it in various types of horses. So let's talk about that first. There was a trial done. It was uh, performed in horses. And we're talking about performance horses, thoroughbreds, polo ponies, cutting horses, barrel racers. These are the horses that are in competition. And we have found that by using the RBC blend in these animals, and of course there has to be a slight modification because of their size, they're going to be taking more than the average person, it has been found that some interesting things occur. So anecdotal comments, for example, by horse owners have noted many benefits, including quicker recovery after exercise. The horse puts forth more effort, yet is still more manageable. The horse's hoof strength is improved. Now, to confirm the, using the safety of this product at a higher dose, it was done under the supervision of a veterinarian in Aiken, South Carolina, where horses were fed five times the recommended daily serving for three months. Complete blood work was done before the trial started, and at one month, two months, and three months, only healthy horses were used in the trial, and at the end of the trial, all horses' blood work showed no adverse effects. This is important, because remember, what is the first law of medicine? It is to do no harm. Medicines do a lot of harm, but natural products do not. The product, RBC Blend, is administered, is not administered necessarily on a strict basis. It was recommended that these horses be given 10 grams a day to adult horses. Now, remember, these horses can weigh anywhere between 900 and 1,100 pounds. And as I mentioned, some great things happen in the improvement of their recovery from racing. Riders and groomers noted that they were also easier and more docile to deal with, but the horses were noted to have increased in weight and what appeared to be more muscle. Body fat ratio had improved. Now, the thing that we were most interested in was the circulating primitive cells or pluripotent stem cells. The increase was a surprise because it ranged anywhere from 957% to 1,524%. That's much better than placebo, which would have been about 33%. Dogs is an interesting study. Now, dogs have a hard time taking capsules or swallowing powder where they might have a taste, but a way was found to put the product in a dehydrated treat made to human standards in a human food manufacturing plant. The treat was dehydrated to maintain the active enzyme and then put into dog treats. So trials trial was performed on 20 healthy dogs. They were under constant supervision of the same veterinarian I mentioned in Aiken, South Carolina. The dogs were given blood tests measuring over 20 different aspects of their blood prior to being placed on the RBC blend product and seven weeks later. All blood work showed no adverse effects. Now, due to the time pressure and logistical issues, circulating primitive cells were not counted. That can be expensive. The veterinarian charge, however, made some observations that were all positive related to coat appearance, stamina, recovery, and responsiveness. The results of a study with dogs in South Carolina closely resembled the study with horses and another study with humans. The average percent increase in circulating primitive cells after two weeks was 
percent. And at the end of four weeks, the average percent increase was 281.3 percent. The veterinarian charge observed that there was improvements in five major areas. There's something called an APBAR score we use in animals, a rating system to help us measure their improvement. And the dogs improved in all five of these major areas, appearance, performance, behavior, attitude, and responsiveness. That's the APBAR test. The study was also done in mice, where we found that their wound healing was accelerated. Actually, there are a few different things that were checked in regards to this. The lesion size, inflammation, and necrosis. And all groups were acclimated from one week following one week either being fed RBC blend or a saline solution, salt water. And the RBC blend group showed significant improvement over the control group in all three areas. Now, my handout may actually include the graph so you could see the comparison, which is hard for me to show you through the radio. Some of the other things that were shown to the uh, rats to improve were not only wound healing, but skin repair and pain relief. There was a similar test done on mice where the RBC blend was shown to facilitate skin wound healing and nerve uh, damage improvement. And the way that this was done was by having the sciatic nerve injured and then treated using the RBC blend. And it was found that the RBC blend showed evidence of curtailing the decrease of pain threshold caused by this sciatic nerve ligation or induced injury. There were other studies done with a nematode, if you can believe it or not. And what the studies showed, in short, was that the RBC blend helped improve lifespan or was used for anti-aging. It helped to reduce resistance to heat damage, antioxidants, as well as heavy metals. There was also a study done with cancer cell line kits. And in the cancer cell line kits, RBC blend was shown to inhibit the production of certain cancers. Which ones? Well, non-small cell lung cancer, stomach cancer, colon cancer, and prostate cancer. Next week, let's talk about what it showed in the humans. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You've been listening to The Royal Treatment. I hope your time with us has been well spent. Remember, we're here to empower you with information so that you can make better informed healthcare decisions to optimize your own health and well-being. And through that, perhaps you can help others. But one thing is for sure, you'll be smarter than your doctor. We'll be back next week, so be sure to return then. And until then, you be well.